Spirit Radio Podcasts. You are listening to Ireland's Positive Sound, and Easter is just around the corner now. I mean, reminding you all, <laughs> I've been reminding you all morning of that, but it is, and it's a good time now, a week out, to start planning a special meal to celebrate. So I'm delighted to be looking across the studio at our favorite chef, Charlo, who has some tips for us. Good morning, Charlo. How are you this morning? Good morning. Radio. Good morning, Jackie. Yeah, it's great. You know, so I know you're keeping it traditional for Easter Sunday dinner, Charlo, with the roast lamb, and we'll have that recipe later. But first, is is that something? Do you need like your turkey? You have to order it ahead of time, or your ham at Christmas time. Do you need to order it from the butcher ahead of time? And how do you get the best price on on lamb? Um, good question. There's a lot of supermarkets. Most of the supermarkets will stock your lamb, but. They seem to have in the supermarkets at the moment uh, lamb on the bone. So a lot of people, um, I would, I would specify that you should have lamb, cook lamb on the bone. But um, if you want to order off your butcher, he'll debone it for you. So you're getting a, la- a leg of lamb bone and rolled, we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's a nice, neater um, shape. It fits in. It's, it's it's better, you know, fitting in the oven, but. More flavour if you cook your meat. On I was going to say, is there more flavour on the bone? Absolutely. Yeah. So if you, it's the same principle with chicken and um, with pork chops and everything. All everything. Once you have your, you know, it's on the bone. It gives you that m- more flavour. And um, so I recommend you buy your leg of lamb. And and the supermarkets at the moment have fantastic um, size lamb in mm-hmm. at the moment. And um, I, tell you, I tell you the thing that's, that that stops me from doing lamb. Okay, because I've done it before. Is the mess that it makes in the oven. Mm. Is there a way to cook it? That that it's not so messy because it's fatty and it, and it makes a big splat splatter in there and I I don't like the mess. You're looking at me like no, there's no way. <laughs> You're just gonna have to clean the oven afterwards because it's worth it. Well, it's worth it, isn't it? The end. It but, is. Um, it a, is cu- amazing. A, cu- a couple of things you can do. Obviously, you have to have your oven up nice and high, say two twenty when you are putting your leg of lamb in, just to get that seal on it, and, and it sort of renders down the fat at mm-hmm. the start. And that's again where it brings your problem. Then is you have that spit and mm-hmm. your, your, the cavity of your oven is uh, getting a little bit. Um, how would we put it? Destroyed. <laughs> Destroyed <laughs> yeah. is a good. So word. you can always take out the leg, <laughs> leg of lamb on your roasting tray, and you can cover it with some tin foil, greaseproof paper, and tin foil. But you do have to at near the end, half an hour before cooking time is finished, to get that nice crispy mm-hmm. finish mm-hmm. on it as well. Um, but again, you're going to spike it with. You're going to spike it with some herbs, some oil, some seasoning as well. So um, there is that element too. But um, if you have a nice base of vegetables on your on your lamb, the vegetables will help penetrate and soak up some of the lamb fat because you want to make your lovely gravy after you've done your low and slow yeah. roast leg of yeah. lamb. So, um, so you know if if it is spitting and the fat is spitting, okay, your, your joint of meat could be a lot fattier, um, and the fat is rendering down. Um, so have some vegetables in there, some cloves of garlic cut in half, some your celery, roast roast vegetables, your um, parsnip, carrots, mm-hmm. and have them on the bottom with some herbs, and they will they will they will sort of prevent the spitting of the fat. If mm-hmm. you're putting it in and you're just going to put it in on a, on a normal baking tray and you know you don't have your mirepoix we call it in a, a catering term culinary term is mirepoix veg you will get that effect of it mm-hmm. spitting and, mm-hmm. and, um, and it will and is it, a, is it a case of turning it up high and then down low after exactly the, after so yeah. up high for about 20 minutes up high for about 20 minutes when you're doing low and slow yeah. uh, joints of meat um, and leg of lamb is one of the prime examples and um, it's Easter time and we're all relevant to lamb at Easter um, it's um, yeah it's it's the way to go 
you, you seal your meat first, you put it into a hot oven. And, and a very important thing is when you're preheating your oven is to preheat your oven for like 20 minutes before you put anything into it, okay? okay. A lot of people preheat to them, turn it on, it's two minutes Stick and it in it goes. Yeah. And with the coldness of your joint, the meat going in, that brings down the temperature again. So that affects your cooking times if you're looking, if you're going by instructions on the packet or the leg mm-hmm. of lamb or you're mm-hmm. not sure. So always, Should you bring it up to room temperature yeah, first? So, so yeah, so a couple of things when you're cooking a leg of lamb is you take it out of the fridge first and you leave it to go to room temperature. And that can take up to 45 to 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then once it comes to chillers, to complete chillers taken over from the refrigeration, then you have that's when you preheat your oven. And your oven then it's twenty minutes is fully at the temperature at your dial. So if it's two twenty, you be guaranteed in twenty minutes time that your oven is at two twenty. And then your leg of lamb is at room temperature. And again, we all should have probes. And you can get a food thermometer or a meat thermometer, they're about ten euro. And you have them for life if you look after them. Mm. But um, I love man, I couldn't live without. They're it. an essential yeah, part. Like yeah, my, my yeah. kids at home, when they cook anything, it's over seventy five degrees and and it's well done and it's safe to eat. Yeah. And even if they're reheating stuff, um, it's over seventy five degrees. Can you do lamb a little rare, or does it have to be well cooked? No, you can do lamb a li- little rare. It depends on your preference, and that's why the low and slow is 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 particularly good. Is that you know. It's nice and relaxed environment that it's cooking in. So you put it into your oven, 220, you turn it right down and after, say, 25 minutes, and you cook it nice and low and slow, depending on the, the, the weight of your of your joint. Mm-hmm. Um, but the meat thermometers are key because yeah. on the meat thermometer, that gives you... There's no guessing. That gives you medium, medium, well, well yeah. done. You know, that gives you your yeah. gauge and it's on the thermometer. So there's no guessing, as you said. And then most important thing is to let the lamb sit, you know. Let's talk about the rest of the dinner. What else would we be doing for Easter? Dinner. Well, a beautiful uh, like garlic and rosemary are always um, mm, traditionally served with lamb. lamb. Yeah, those and we have we have um, then we need to talk, talk about like the side dishes. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like you know, this is like in the band, like the, the leg of lamb is the lead singer, and then <laughs> yeah. we have our we who's, have on all the, who's on bass, who's on bass, who's on guitar. Yeah. So we have. Um, Gratin potatoes are fantastic uh, accompaniment with lamb, mm. and also uh, the recipe that like that's going to be up later on on the is it on the podcast? The recipe's yeah, going to be up yeah. on. I have maple um, roasted vegetables. These two dishes, right, mm. and your leg of lamb. Nice. You know the way we're all um, we've all incurred the the gas the, the gas hiking and the electricity mm-hmm. hike um, in our in our in our household bills. So um, these recipes here are all geared towards it being so economical that when you're putting your leg of lamb in, then you're going to put your your gratin potatoes in, then you're going to put your maple roasted vegetables so in. So while you got the oven on, you're you got the it oven on, done. we're going to maximise our yeah. our usage of our electricity or our usage of our gas. So um, so the gratin potatoes, very simple dish. Um, you're slicing your potatoes. Um, we've got milk and double cream, um, and you're going to mix that together with some grated cheese and some grated nutmeg. And basically, then you slice your, your potatoes. And if you like your garlic. You grate a little bit of garlic and I always like to grate my garlic with uh, my microplane so that's like a hand mm-hmm, grater that mm-hmm. you can buy um, rather than slice the garlic Do you need to parboil the potatoes or just No, just no? slice your potatoes um, and then again you're going to cook your potatoes low and slow so you're putting your lamb in and then about 45 minutes later you're going to put your potatoes in on the second shelf so lamb on top shelf mm-hmm. potatoes on the second shelf Okay, and then just about 45 minutes before you're going to be taking your lamb out, that's when you put in your, your root vegetables. So you've got your root parsnips, you've got your, your carrots, um, we've got them with some lovely herbs, um, and we're going to cut them into sort of wedges, Jackie, in, mm-hmm. and have your oven-proof dish, and we're going to drizzle them a little bit of maple syrup, a little bit Yum. of cracked black pepper, and um, they're a great accompaniment to... Um, 
to your 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 dinner, you know, your roast dinner. Um, again, when you're taking your lamb out of the oven, you're taking your lamb out, and the very important is you're letting your lamb rest. Yeah, that is important. Yeah, some people yeah. like to spike their lamb, you know, put little incisions in and put some mm-hmm. little cloves of garlic and little rosemary into the, to the skin. Is it worth doing that? Um, yeah, it's a different type of uh, mm-hmm. a different type of flavour. Um, and once it's on the bone as well, I find it very easy to carve. Once you let your lamb rest for about 25 minutes. Now, by resting, we mean you're going to have to take your lamb out of the oven and you're going to have to take your lamb off the vegetables because you want to start making your gravy. You want to start okay, concentrating okay, on your gravy. Okay, yeah. And the gravy is really, there's no point in preparing and cooking everything perfect and then you can't master your gravy. So you got you got you got to try the <laughs> oh, gravy. You're talking to me. I Jackie always mess up the gravy. Yeah. yeah. Always mess up so the, the gravy. So the gravy, once you get that trick, mm-hmm. the gravy is just going to be sensational. And um so it's all it's all it's all in your prep as well. To do the extra vegetables, have the lamb sitting up on a nice a nice selection of root vegetables with your garlic and your herbs there. You're gonna take the lamb off and you're gonna place the lamb onto either your chopping board or onto another dish, but somewhere that will will gather there will be some juices come mm-hmm. out of your lamb, especially if you have it spiked. But you want your lamb to relax, so you wanna put some tin foil over your lamb and then put uh, like a damn tea towel over your lamb and let it sit there for 20 minutes let it just chill out let it relax mm-hmm. and then that gives you plenty of time then you have your low and slow vegetables I, in I your I probably will need to relax at that stage yeah. too so <laughs> and, and then you're going you're gonna to make your gravy so really quickly you're going to strain off the juices out of the um, the pan into a, a, a glass jar and then the fat rises to the top so you're going to skim off some of the fat there because mm-hmm. you don't want obviously mm-hmm. the fat elements in your, in your gravy then you're going to deglaze that pan so your roasting tray is your pan with your vegetables in it and they're all they're all caramelised and they've mm-hmm. all been sitting mm-hmm. with the juices and absorbing the juices of your lamb so bit of red wine or white wine if you have white wine but red wine preferably and a little bit of heat underneath that. So turn on if it's a, if you have your gas, just turn it down really low. Or if you're on induction, really low, and your wooden spoon, and you're going to deglaze it. So we de- deglazing is adding liquid to the pan to try and move, scrape yeah, it to back. scrape. And you'll notice that when you're scraping the bottom, then you're scraping. That's your flavour. That's mm-hmm. the stuff that you're trying to you're trying to intensify the flavour. Um, you're going to reduce that down, and then you're going to have to have some beef stock. So what's beef stock? You can buy it in the supermarket, or you can do boil and water, and you can have some veg bullion or beef bullion in there just whisk it up with a, with a whisk till, it's, till it has combined and it's dissolved you're going to pour that in um, and then you can thicken it you, can, you have two choices here you can add some flour in before when it reduces down with the red wine you can add some flour in gluten free flour if you want or you can use some corn flour if you want to keep it gluten free okay and then you can add your stock in and then you just move it around and then you need to strain that and what you're left with then is you're left with you know the start of your gravy mm-hmm. now the, the juices that you're taking off the tray is then added into that. You've, you've taken the fat off the juices in your jug. Add that back in. Add a few herbs in there, like a few sprigs of thyme, a few sprigs of rosemary, a little bit of salt and pepper. Taste it. And it's all about the taste. Mm, and you should have mm. a beautiful gravy. And then, Jackie, you can spike the gravy with some red currants. You can spike it with a little bit of, you know, your mint sauce for, mm-hmm. that you'll have, your mint sauce for your, for your lamb. A little teaspoon of mint sauce in there is really, really nice. Bit of rosemary. Your lamb is rested and then you've you've maximised your potential with your oven. Mm-hmm. You have your gratin potatoes mm-hmm. and you have your roasted vegetables just ready to go and you're ready to serve then, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just carving the lamb. Now, it's easier to carve the lamb if it's bone and rolled, all uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. But there's a little bit more navigation with your, with your, with your, with your, with your uh, knife when you're carving off the bone. Yeah. But trust me, this, this, the taste is sensational 
both mm-hmm. ways but there's a little bit more flavour and there's a little bit more deeper flavour when you're carving your lamb and it's on it's that's been cooked on the, on the bone. bone you know it's more yeah. intensified yeah, you know? yeah yeah and the gravy sounds to me like you probably need to give yourself some time with it don't you it takes time for that I get impatient yeah, but that, that's that, where it goes yeah, wrong but that, go but that's for, for us chefs and mm-hmm. people who are, are, are used to cooking at home um, if you do it right it's it's sensational yeah, result yeah, so yeah. that's why when you're, you, that gives you ample time to rest your lamb. So when you're resting your lamb, you should That's be making your gravy. If you're resting your turkey at Christmas time, you're making your gravy. You know, because you have yeah. that 25, 30, because you have to, if you don't rest your meat, okay, what happens if you don't rest your meat? It gets dry. It, well, no. What happens if you don't rest your meat is that when you cut into your meat too quickly, you'll notice that the juices will just run out of yeah. it. Okay? So the whole idea of resting your meat is that it, it, it just... It it takes everything, everything. The meat stresses out. Okay, yeah, so yeah. in the oven, it's it stressed. So when it, when it comes back out of the oven, because it's in that intense heat, when it comes back out and it's it, it's um, resting, it's relaxing. So you have then the fibers are taken back on the juices that you know that that if you had mm-hmm. cut it would would run out, and that's your flavor running out. Yeah, so if yeah. you're cutting it on your chopping board and your chopping board is full of the meat juices, you haven't rested properly. Okay, that's how you know. So the key is to rest, rest, and then it's nice and tender. You'll know by cutting it when it's rested well. It's nice and tender and you have that full flavour and mm. you're not losing mm. any juices on your board. Very it's retaining good. the juices, you know? That is That all sounds so amazing. There's a lot in all of that, so we are going to put that up on the website together with your instructions next week so everybody has what they need there. Remind us where listeners can find you online. Well, you might see me next Saturday on Guest Chef on Ooh. the weekend AM on Virgin Media, so I might be cooking lamb next week. I might be doing the leg mm. of lamb. We don't know, so we'll see. <laughs> if not, I'll be doing something around Easter because uh-huh. Easter we got rid of the hot cross buns yeah. and also Shrove Tuesday Pancake Tuesday was, was amazing I made these beautiful pancakes oh. you know and do you know you the tradition you make amazing pancakes do you know the tradition in, mm. in, in the Irish tradition right I was doing a bit of research right I came across this this is, this is class right so Shrove Tuesday Pancake Tuesday so the eldest unmarried daughter if she flips the pancake oh, no. alright and it falls <laughs> on the floor right it means then she's little hope of getting married that year oh dear so next year we got to get me on before Pancake <laughs> Tuesday we got to tell everyone to make sure the pancakes hit the floor yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we got rid of all that the hot cross bun so like us for chefs it's really an exciting time of the year now because we're, we're getting to you know there's lighter dishes now coming on so we're going to be making lighter dishes and you know we've all them heavy shoes and the low and slow are gone now we're looking at I'm, I'm very excited because we're looking at barbecue demos we're looking at barbecue oh, foods yeah. we're looking at people getting out the barbecues yeah, now and start yeah. promoting like really really clean healthy food yeah. there's lovely marinades there and that but we have Easter is very important so Easter Sunday you have your fasting and your your feasting you know it's, t- it's nearly time <laughs> it's for the feasting nearly time for the, the chocolate, feast the chocolate uh, oh, eggs and I'll be coming oh, out now another stuff. week's time so. well listen I'm looking forward to getting you back in and talking about those barbecues and things as yeah, we get yeah, into yeah maybe yeah. cooking the studio the next day what oh, do you think sounds get the good smells to me. going sounds good to me <laughs> have a great <laughs> Easter and uh, no problem thanks for having me for, in yeah thanks thanks for all of that thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast don't miss out subscribe today find out how at spiritradio.ie